want to start off by just saying thank you for the opportunity to speak this morning. I'm nervous because it's my first time sharing with a group this size. Done devotions, little things like that, but at the same time, I've, I've had some things really, discipleship has been on my heart and prayer has been on my heart. And so I'm excited because you guys are my family and I get to share that with you. And, and so my prayer has been that I, that I can calm down because it's not necessarily all nervousness, but it's excitement. Because it's like when I've learned something and I, I want to show it to the boys or I want to call my dad and my brothers or, and, and share what I've learned with them, you know. And so I'm excited to get to share this stuff with you guys. And I'm emotionally overwhelmed just by the, the love of my family and my friends all showing up to support me. <laughs> and just the, the covering and prayer of you guys praying over me at different spots when you've seen me in the con congregation and before service this morning. And so I'm just overwhelmed and excited. So as I said, I've had on my, my heart to, to speak about prayer. It really, really stuck out to me after how I had uh, preached and taught us the difference, right? Whether we get so caught in, in, in associating praise with worship, that they're, that they're the same thing and that, that we separate those and, and what the difference is. And so the basics, right, that, that kind of thing really changes when you look at praise separate from worship and you enter each one of those. I was excited to think about prayer that way, right? What if we, what if we just break it down and go all the way back to the basics of prayer and get to experience that? First off, I don't want to be legalistic. I don't want there to be anything in that that I, I want you to understand that I'm going to talk about, you know, five different types of prayer this morning, but I want, I want you to understand that there's, there's no right way to pray and there's no wrong way to pray. That prayer is, is just purely communication, one way of communication with your Heavenly Father. And so... I think for years I, I was held back. I held myself back in that I, I had religion and not relationship, right? It was about whether I prayed or I didn't pray, right? I was, uh, was achievement-oriented, like I talked about earlier. I, I, it was about whether I had done it or I had not done it. Did I pray before I eat? Did I do these things? Instead of looking for opportunities to seek that, and to the opportunity to pray and the opportunity to, to grow in a deeper relationship with my Heavenly Father. And so I want to start off by just saying, there's no right way or no wrong way. Well, there is a right way, I guess. If there's, there's just no wrong way. You know, so uh, I just, it doesn't matter where, where you're at. It's just about praying. So I guess... I'm going to go ahead and I want to go to, I have an instructional video that I think will help us uh, go over part of that. So oh, I'm going to let the video play real quick. It's only a few minutes. We all know how important prayer is, yet there are a lot of people that get nervous about praying in public. And with good reason. 
You could really make a fool out of yourself. People will laugh at you. But have no fear. We've created a simple resource to help educate you on how not to pray. Just because the group is in a circle doesn't mean they're playing Duck Duck Goose. Be on the lookout for little details that may indicate it's a prayer, such as someone praying. When someone is praying, don't stare off into space. Don't trim your toenails. And don't fire up a chainsaw. These actions are potentially distracting and may give the impression that you aren't giving the prayer your full attention. The celebratory drop-to-a-knee prayer is really only cool after a touchdown. Laying hands on the sick is simply placing your hands on someone while praying for them. Your connected hands. She has fallen into sin in a big way when she cheated on her boyfriend with that football player. God, and we know that she's been to rehab three times. Saying amen after a bunch of gossip doesn't make it a prayer. So comfort Larry here with the death of his parents and his dog in a horrific unicycle accident. And for me, Lord, with this new car I'm getting, please give me wisdom in choosing the color. Try not to follow a major prayer request with something trivial. If your hands are extended towards someone in prayer, try not to pretend that you're shooting electricity at them like the Emperor from Star Wars. And I'd also like to pray for each of our 27 missionary friends by name. Your prayer shouldn't turn lunch into dinner. That's a miracle no one wants. If the good Lord wanted us to eat cold food, he wouldn't have blessed us with the oven. Nathan, will you please lead us in prayer? And don't pretend to have a heart attack to get out of praying. Demons out! Don't go to the exorcism prayer unless you are pretty certain it's necessary. If you make an effort to follow these simple steps, you should notice a difference in your prayer life, or at the very least, no one will want to punch you in the face when you say amen. I, I thought we covered this. Laying out of hands means, ah, never mind. I thought that was entertaining, so. And I was hoping it would calm my heart down a little bit, so. <clears throat> so, the first thing I wanna do is I wanna get us into the correct mindset about prayer. And I wanna start off with Daniel 9, 18. It'll pop up here in a second. It says, for we are not presenting our pleas before you based on any merits of our own, but based on your great compassion or your mercy, right? We're going to God, not based on that we've earned that right to speak to him, but that he's given a, he, that he has that great compassion for us and that mercy. And so that's what allows that communication to happen. Um, we have to recognize the power of the one that we're communicating with also. And I think there's many different ways of prayer, right? Different types. And so I just want to go over five that uh, I think cover a majority of the ones that, uh, that we, would, we would pray or would be trying to learn how to pray. And so I want to start off with the first type, and that's worship and praise. It says, this prayer acknowledges God for what he, what he is. It does so by showing the love, respect, and admiration we have for him. 
Go to any church on a Sunday morning and you'll be sure to witness the praising and worshiping at the beginning of most services. Right? So that's, that's one type of prayer. The second type is petition and intercession. This prayer is exercised when we are not concerned with our own needs, but rather the needs of others. Intercession causes us to internalize God's word and exercise his power to change that for which we ask for. Type three is supplication. This prayer involves the action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly through kneeling or bending down in the form of a plea. This is the most humbling of prayer types and takes total surrender and loss of control. Four, we're going to go thanksgiving. This is when we express gratitude for having food, shelter, family, friends, employment, and health is valued above all philosophies. This type of prayer can be seen exercising in the morning when one wakes, during meals when one eats, or at night when one sleeps. And then the fifth type. Now I'm going to go into these a little bit more, so don't think. Just because I said there's five, that when I finish this one, I'm done. <clears throat> this is when we deal with our battles within ourselves and others and use prayer to guard us against attacks. Maintain focus or receive deliverance. This prayer involves us asking God's word to protect and guard us against any harm. The cool thing that I, as I've studied and, and done in my relationship with Christ has changed, is that all those prayers don't have to be in one prayer, right? We can have a time that we just pray one type. Say we want to pray just worship and praise. We can, we can have a time of just worship and praise, and then we can also have a time of thanksgiving, that we just go and we pray thanksgiving, right? It doesn't all, to be a prayer, it doesn't have to involve all the types. That you can just have that set aside time that, Lord, this is the time that I want to pray thanksgiving. This is the time that I need supplication. These are the different times. And so I, I found that really interesting. And so, uh, I, and I kind of discovered that more so when I was studying uh, the Lord's Prayer, right? The example that Jesus gives us uh, in Matthew when the, the disciples ask him to teach him, teach them how to pray. And so let's go to Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13. And because it's one that I've got memorized, uh, I had to go with the, the King James Version, right? And so, because that's the only way I, I have it in my head. So let's start off with, after this manner, therefore pray ye. So this is Jesus talking to the disciples. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So when you look at that, prayer, there's, there's three, uh, three of the types of prayer Jesus gave us in that one prayer. Uh, and I'll show you, uh, I'll go into it more. So there is an acronym to help us remember uh, the five different elements that we want to try and include at some point during our day or our week in our prayers. And so I think I find it a little bit easier than remembering the five different types is just remembering acts. And that is... Uh, 
Adoration is the first one, A for adoration. Uh, this is when we give God praise and honor for who he is as Lord over all. Secondly is confession. We're going to honestly deal with our sin in our prayer life. The T stands for thanksgiving. We're going to verbalize what you're grateful for in your life and in the world around you. And lastly is supplication. Pray for the needs of others and yourself. So totally, it gives you adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. I think that's easier to remember. That way when you're praying, you have the, you know, hey, what, what am I missing? What do I want in my prayer? And you can look at that. But to, to go even a little bit deeper, I want to look at how Jesus uses each of those in that, right? So let's, if we look at just adoration, we would go to verse 9 where it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Right? That's, that's uh, our adoration. That's our praise to God. Confession is verse 12. Uh, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Thanksgiving. Jesus doesn't include this in uh, his example. But there's several other places uh, in Scripture that Jesus uses Thanksgiving in his prayer. Here are a couple quick examples. I just listed the Scriptures. I'll read the, the Scriptures to you. Uh, in John eleven forty one, that's where Jesus uh, thanks God for hearing him before telling Lazarus to come out of the grave. Right? It says, so they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And then the other examples, Matthew 26, uh, 26 and 27, where Jesus gives thanks over the, the Lord's Supper and the last Passover. And it says, while, Jesus, while they were eating, Jesus took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave thanks and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. So in, in that example, it just shows you that we don't have to have all the different types of prayer in one prayer, that we can have either just one, we can have all five, we can have whatever, the, the mixture. And so I think Jesus' example in that was great because it, it taught us that. Lastly, we have supplication. If, if you look at uh, Jesus' example prayer, it's the remaining verses that are left. Verse 10, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. And verse 13, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Based on the example, we should pray for Jesus' return and rule. God's will be done. God to provide our daily needs and God's protection and rescue. I don't know about you guys, but I would say that supplication is the biggest part of my prayer. Uh, because I tend to get, that, and I think that's why learning these different types of prayer, even though they're not required, uh, but as we go deeper into our relationships, we will find rewards from those different types. And so, um, so that's, that's that acronym. I, I think it's a, a help. But I, when, I, when I started and I had this on my heart and I started thinking about it uh, and thinking about the basics and the fundamentals, uh, I couldn't help but think of my dad and uh, he, he always, he loved IU and he loved Bobby Knight. 
And any time that he uh, talked about Bobby Knight, Bobby Knight was such a great coach because he taught the basics, the fundamentals. There wasn't a superstar, right? They played as a team. It was a, an effort. And so I thought, wow, this would be great if I could find a good quote to use from Bobby Knight on the fundamentals or the basics. And so I looked up, and I was looking, 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 and then I found an actual list that says, uh, are the Bobby Knight's uh, five rules? And so then I looked at all my notes I had written down, you know, about not comparing our prayers to others and all these different things, and they all were lining up, and, and it, was, it was clicking. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to do Bobby Knight's, uh, I'm going to show you Bobby Knight's five rules of basketball and the fundamentals, and then I'm going to show you what Bobby Knight would have had as the, the five rules of prayer. So first thing on Bobby Knight's rules of the the fundamentals is players must play to their potential. He says, there cannot be any inconsistent performances. Players must play well against all levels of competition and post the same statistical numbers with each outing, right? Now I'm going to change it up a little bit because... So I was going to go through all of his and then go through the ones to prayer, but I'm just going to go ahead and go... So that's Bobby Knight's rules for basketball. Then is the one that I saw was that uh, for prayer was too often we allow prayers that we hear by others to make us feel not worthy to speak and, and to pray. And that, that is uh, false. You cannot believe any of that, right? You're, nobody's worthy, right? We read first in Daniel, we, right? That it is God's compassion and his mercy that allows us to have that, that talking and, and speaking with him. And so, uh, I've heard, you know, some really beautiful prayers and uh, very well-spoken prayers. And um, it's made me feel like, okay, I'm not a, a great Christian or I'm, I'm lacking, I'm not worthy. And uh, when I realized that it, it wasn't that, right, that it was my communication with God. It wasn't, right, it wasn't a, I wasn't looking for a fake relationship. If, if I prayed like some of, some especially the ladies, the ladies speak such beautiful prayers. And, and if I spoke like that, when I spoke to the heavenly father, it, it would be fake, right? It wouldn't be me because I don't speak like that when I'm, I'm normally talking. I, I stutter and, and have a hard time praying sometimes because that's the way I talk. And so when we, when we do that, when we, when we quit looking at how others pray and look at this is a relationship. This isn't me checking the box of religion. This is me entering into relationship. It totally changes, right? And so that's where players must play to their potential. So we, in our relationship, we have to play, we have to pray at, at our potential, right? And as, as we grow in that, our potential grows. And, and we just get uh, deeper and deeper. Number two was uh, great players know what they do well. They also know what they don't do as well and work hard at both. Never stop working in an area of strength and always work extra hard to improve the areas that are not as strong. When playing the game, great players will never play outside their area of strength. They will always highlight their strong points and never let the opponent expose their weakness. How fitting is that for our prayer, right? When we, when we look at, okay, you know what? I, I do supplication real well. I, I'm really good at asking God for things, right, and, and doing that. 
And maybe I'm struggling in thanksgiving or maybe I'm struggling in praise and worship. And so that doesn't mean that I need to quit asking, you know, quit the supplication. It just means that I need to do thanksgiving and praise and worship better. I need to practice those even extra more. Even extra more, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I just, I don't know, that, that excites me, you know, that just like God, right, my, my relationship uh, with Nicole has totally changed from when I started to experience prayer and I was, uh, I learned that there's things that I don't do well, right, but there are things that I do well. And so I can't give up the things that I do well to focus on the things that I don't do well. You gotta, you gotta do both and, and, and just continue to work and uh, be real, you know? If, uh, if, I, if I come home from work and I, I quote her a beautiful poem and then I sing her a love song, you know? <laughs> That's not me. That's not real. And she's gonna spot that from a mile away and be like, whoa, what's up? You know? And so... I, God does the same thing. If we go to him and, and we say all these beautiful words and we don't mean a thing uh, of them, he's gonna, he's, he knows you. He knows me. He's going to say, that, that's not you. And so, yeah, we got to know what we do well and work on those that we, things that we don't know or don't do well. Okay. This has got my notes all messed up. <laughs> all right. So... Thirdly, everyone must see and look, and everyone must hear and listen. Knight believes those two words must work hand in hand. Everyone looks at the game, not all see the finer details. Everyone hears his coach or teammate talking, but not everyone listens. Great players, according to Knight, do both. I'm, I'm guilty of that, of seeing but not looking, hearing and not listening. You know, we get busy. We get wrapped up in our lives and things are going. And if, if we don't take the time to, to do both and, and take it to a, a, I keep wanting to say level, but it's not a level, right? We're going, I talked with Scott about it earlier. It's, uh, have you ever, you ever been asked, if it takes a man two days to dig a hole, how long does it take him to dig half a hole? There's no such thing as a half a hole, right? You can't dig half a hole. Right? You can't do half a relationship with God. You're, you're either in or you're not. Right? And so if you start into that relationship, you, you can only go deeper. Right? There's not levels. It's deepness. And so to, to see and look and to hear and listen means going deeper. It means different uh, levels of, ah, keep going back to levels. It's not levels. It's depth. And so... Because we do, there is no levels. It's relationship. And so with relationship, there, is no, there isn't levels. And so I think I struggle with using levels because uh, I struggle with achievement, right? I, I want to check the box. Hey, I did this, I did that. And so now I'm at this level. Now I'm at that level. Instead of a relationship where there is no levels and there's no uh, achievement, right? You don't just, hey, me and Nicole's marriage is perfect. We're, we're good for the next 25 years, right? It, it doesn't happen, right? You know, friendships, relationships, they don't just, you don't get to that level and then you're done and you're just automatically friends forever. So. We 
give you an example of uh, see and look here and, and listen. Uh, for a period back uh, several years ago, me and Ben was doing, we would fast together on Fridays. And, and just even though we weren't always together, we would, it was our, we'd set that time aside. I happened to be off on a Friday and was home. And like me, we were working outside on projects. And so the two younger boys kept, you know, they're like, hey, when, when are we eating? You know, and I was like, well, we're not. Me and Ben's fasting, you know. And so they're like, well, can we eat? And I was like, yeah. I was like, me and Ben, uh, we're going to sit down at the picnic table. You guys can go get your food, and then you can come join us. We're going to sit and pray. And so they had went and gotten their food and come and sit down. And uh, we were praying, and we were praying over Nicole. And I prayed, you know, out loud to all of them. I said, you know, Lord, I, I pray that, uh, that Nicole feels loved by us, whether it's in, some, in, in a way that we touch her or in something that we say to her or in something that we do for her that she feels loved by us, you know? And we prayed and went on about our day. And then the next morning, you know, me and Nicole's laying there in bed and the boys, the two little boys show up and they got a tray of food for her, Right? And they had made breakfast, and so they served her breakfast in bed. And she sat up, and she's like, oh, I feel so loved. And the boys are like, oh. And then they took, started to take off, and I'm like, wait. Did you hear that? This is what we prayed for yesterday. And so you have to, to look, you know, see and look and hear and listen, because God will answer our prayers. But I think too often we get too much into the point of just saying them and, do, and, and just throwing them out there that we're not looking for the response back. And so we can miss that if we're not all the way into see and look, hear and listen. We've got to go and look for that response back. Okay, number four, know your teammates' strengths and weaknesses inside and out. Communicate with each other, making sure everyone knows that the best way for each to play as individuals and then as a team. Don't complain about what others cannot accomplish. Communicate with each other on the best way to play for the team. No one will be sensitive to understanding how the team needs to play, how not how one person can gain statistics, right? So this is where the last one and then these next two were, were when I really started to see that prayer is, is part of a, uh, I, I'm sure most of you have seen this example, but uh, the life of grace, right? It's like a three-legged stool. And so as, as Christianity, uh, or as Christians, we have three legs that support our, our Christian life. Uh, prayer, study, and a life of piety, or, or living it out, right? And so we have to have the combo of those three things to, to balance the stool. The really cool thing is, is that a three-legged, the reason blacksmiths and, uh, trade, you know, electrician, uh, different tradespeople use three-legged stools or vices or whatever is because that with a three-legged stool, uh, you can set it on uneven ground and it will sit flat, right? It won't rock, whereas a four-legged stool would, would rock, but a three-legged stool uh, will stay balanced. And uh, the other really cool thing about that is, realistically, on a three-legged stool, uh, you could take and cut one leg a little bit shorter, and it's not going to change the stability, right? It may sit a little bit of a slant, but it's not going to rock because it's only got three legs, and three points will, will provide a firm foundation. And so if we look at uh, study prayer and life of piety, 
um, you, you'll see that it takes all three things, but one can be off a little bit, but you want to try and keep those three things in balance. And so when, you, when we talk about knowing your teammates' strengths and weaknesses, that becomes a relationship, right? It's no longer praying, uh, but you've got to know your teammates. We've got to know one another to the point that I can pray for you. You know, if I don't know you, then, then I don't know what to pray for. Then here's the really convicting thing. If you're fake and you're not real and you're not honest about who you are, then I'm praying for somebody that you're not. I'm praying for things that you don't need, and I'm missing the things in your life that you really need prayer for. And so we have to get to that point of taking off the mask and taking off the, the fakeness. Let's shed that so that we can expose our true hearts and our, our love for one another so that we can pray for one another honestly and knowing one another. Last one I got is, uh, or these are Bobby's, not mine. I say that like, I did, me and dad did get bumped. We, I, we've both, we were, my brother Jason had went to, I think sixth grade, went to Bobby Knight basketball camp. And me and dad stood at the back door and was trying to peek in while he, they were all sitting there and we wanted to see Bobby Knight. And uh, he bumped into both of us standing there peeking in the door. And, and he's, he's a big man. And uh, he's like, excuse me, boys, I think they're waiting on me. <laughs> and so, yeah, we were hoping to see him. And then, yeah, we were in his way. <laughs> but last one I got is uh, understand how to avoid losing. Never do the things that prevent a team from winning. Now, these simple areas change depending on the sport, but each sport has specific areas that, if ignored, will cause losing. Knight wants to make sure the players understand how to avoid losing before he can teach them to win. Drill the fundamentals each day and make sure everyone understands why most teams lose. Why would we lose if we expose our weaknesses, right? If we expose others' weaknesses. If we're open and share it with the team, that means that that stays with the team, right? We're to pray for one another and to, to lift them up. But as the example said, I said there was no wrong way to pray. And then the video did show a few ways that you probably shouldn't pray. But, you know, if we, if we take somebody exposing and, and being willing uh, to share with, our, with each other or with you, and then you take that and you gossip about it, and then you say amen at the end, that's how we lose, Right? If we're not lifting each other up, not only in prayer, but in person, then that's how we lose. We have to be, you know, for the positive. We're looking how as a team, you know, we don't, we don't need a superstar that comes in here and prays for everybody. We each have to pray and we each have to carry our own weight as part of this team. And that not just being Cornerstone, right? That being Seymour, that being Indiana, United States, So, I'll finish with uh, Coach Bob Knight also says, all great teams keep things uh, simple for the players to understand and work hard on their overall execution. The fundamentals are always key. Prayer is like studying and, and uh, living it out, right? The life of piety. You, you just have to start, Right? There isn't a place that, okay, 
I got to practice, practice, practice so that I can now start to pray. Or I got to be this big, you know, I got to be a Christian for this long so that I'm worthy to pray in front of another group of people. We, we just have to, to be willing to put ourselves out there and just, Lord, I, I don't care what I sound like, right? Because this is between me and you. I'm speaking to you. And so, there's, with, with looking at the different types, you know, I, uh, you hear people, the dear Heavenly Father, dear, you know, those are, there's all different types. With the different types of prayer, there's different names that we use when we speak to him, right? So if we're, we're saying a prayer of thanksgiving or uh, supplication or, or whatnot, we may use different names than it at the time of petition and uh, intercession, right? And so our, we had studied Galatians 4 this week in our small group, and it talks about in there uh, that uh, God has put within us the spirit of his son and that he would cry out, Abba, Father, right? That, that's not religion, right? That's, that's relationship. When, when you're to the point that you're calling our heavenly father or, you know, our, our savior, when you're calling him daddy, right? Now we're deep. And so my prayer is, is that our church... Uh, cries out, Abba, Father, you know, that we go that deep in our prayer lives and that uh, we just seek him uh, to a new depth. And uh, look at that, I did it without saying level. But, you know, and so I just, I pray that we, we, we look for relationship, right? That we're not, we don't show up here Sunday morning and then leave, right? We show up here Sunday morning and we begin to bond and become uh, a team, right? That, that we live life together. And the only way we can do that is if we're, we're true and we're honest with one another and we expose ourselves and, and that we truly and honestly, as teammates, we have to be able to count on each other that if I, if I say, hey, I'm struggling with this, I, I need you to pray for me all week, right? Don't, don't stand here and tell me, hey, yeah, yeah, I got you, I'll pray for you. I think, I don't think Tim's here, but Tim, is one that I've heard is, is tremendous, that if somebody asks him on, on Facebook, you know, hey, I need prayer for this, he doesn't say, I'll pray for you. He prays for him, right? And that's the kind of team that we have to be, is, is not waiting uh, to do it later, right? We can't put, uh, just like basketball, we can't put practice off till tomorrow or next season. We got, it's today, it's urgent, it's now. I think that's about all I got. I do have a couple of scriptures that I would like to read that I don't have a PowerPoint for. Um, James 4, 3. Uh, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. All right? Uh, Matthew 26, 41. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The Spirit is indeed... The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Another good. Luke 11, 1. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. Kind of an interesting thought on the, the thought of having to be taught to pray, right? The disciples went to him and said, 
Lord, teach us, right? Why, why, are, we, why are we struggling on things on our own? Why aren't we, we going to one another and saying, hey, you know, you're a discipleship. You're a Paul in my life. Will you pray for me for this? Will you teach me how to pray? Will you teach me how to go deeper, right? Seek those. And then seek those that you see that are struggling and say, how can I pray for you? If you look at your bulletin on the back page, you know, every, we have corporate prayer in the sanctuary every Sunday from 9.30 to 9.45, right here. We pray over our, we pray over one another, pray over our, our church, we pray over our leadership. I invite you guys, come. You want, you want to, to learn how to pray and experience prayer? Come stand with a group that are, are here standing before the Lord just crying out. We have intercessory prayer. They meet over here in this room. That's 8.30 to 9.30 on Sunday mornings, right? That, that's an opportunity to go and, and pray with those that are, are deep in their relationship and would love for you to come and join them and be part of that. They would love to take you deeper with them, right? And then we have our 72 hours of prayer, right? The, the chart's back there on the back that we need to fill out. That's, that's an hour. We're asking for one hour during 72 hours to pray. And, you know, an hour of, of prayer is a long time. I, I, I can't sit, and, I struggle sitting and talking with Nicole over something for an hour. And so I found, for me, you know, just to try and help you, I, I write down a list of things that I want to pray about for that hour. You know, I want to pray over my church. I want to pray over specific individuals in here that I know and that are struggling with stuff. And I want, I want to praise him for those individuals that are here that are doing well. And so I encourage you, make a list, and you, you will be amazed what an hour of talking with your heavenly father, your Abba, Daddy, will feel like when you're done. And then when you come in here and you've prayed over this place and you've prayed over those that are here with you, you, you will be, the worship and praise will be totally different, right? Because you're going deeper and deeper. I love you guys. I hope that half of this made sense. Uh, I just thank you for the opportunity. I think Jason's got a song. If, if you want to come up and pray, we'll have the prayer team up here and, uh, just, or if you want to pray by yourself uh, or with somebody, just come forward. I just thank you guys and I love you.